We got a brand new sponsor to the OP Radio podcast, and they're offering a $25 Visa gift card right now to you. What's up, PDS Debt? Simply put, they're helping you get out of debt. And yes, they are offering a $25 Visa gift card to listeners with eligible accounts just for completing the quick and easy debt assessment at www.pdsdebt.com slash That's pdsdebt.com slash You go there, you complete the quick and easy debt assessment, and they give you $25, a $25 Visa gift card. Take back your financial freedom today by visiting pdsdebt.com slash opie do it now i need your help you bitch <laughs> i don't know sorry i didn't mean to be so aggressive but i'm excited they're offering you a 25 dollars visa gift card who wouldn't do that all right on with the show going to go with charlie b you are first on the youtube and brian bernard you are first on the facebook good morning everybody you got philip uh, right off the youtube and rachel and you got uh mike am 120 off the instagram you got the benjamin tucker what's up benjamin how are you bt uh also rachel up there in minnesota and we got Mike Long, another regular. We got B-Bay45 off Instagram. I'm trying to give everybody a little love this morning. I'm uh, watching on TikTok. Will you be dancing this morning? Damn, Chuck Jones. I could go live on TikTok, but uh, then I would have to, like, show my nips or something. That's the only way you could get an audience on on TikTok. I've, I've tried. I've tried to make videos for TikTok, and uh, TikTok is all about the nips. TikTok is all about the girls taking back their sexuality. And I don't, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, obviously. Yesterday was a glorious day. Um, went over to my friend's house and uh, he has a great, I mean, a great swimming pool. Nothing better. I only discovered saltwater swimming pools this summer. <laughs> I'm sure a few of you have been dealing with the, the saltwater pools for a while now. But God, is that way better than that damn chlorine. I'm just not sure if you're allowed to pee in saltwater pools. I, I I don't know what the protocol is, because man, if it's if you could smell the chlorine in a public pool, I'm peeing all day long. These are the questions I I, I ponder and try to figure out for myself. You could take a dump in a saltwater pool. That's coming off the Instagram. Instagram is nasty, man. Nasty, nasty, nasty. But we were in that pool for, oh my god, I think three straight hours yesterday. It was it was glorious. So I'm a little out of touch, although I, I'm, I'm happy that I'm out of touch. I actually turned on the cable news channel this morning. I flip around. I do a little MSNBC, a little CNN, a little Fox, kind of local news for about a minute or two. But I'm really I'm really not into uh, listening and watching all the bad things that happened in my neighborhood overnight. Local news is absolutely useless. Hey, good morning, everybody. Here's all the tragedy that happened within a 10-mile radius of where you live. Have a great day. 
and they try to make it all go away with some nice uh, human interest story at the end of their newscast, and they think that's like equal to all the horrific things they just reported on. Oh, God. Opie, what's up with your voice? What's wrong with my voice, Bob? Is that the thing? Is that the new thing? You gotta watch him. There's something going on with his voice. Shut up, Bob White. Opie, do you still skate? I was a big inline skater. You can't say rollerblader because uh, then then the jokes are a plenty, which is fine. I can take the uh, the uh, the uh, gee jokes about uh, being a rollerblader, but the fact is, I was like really into it and i i got uh top of the line equipment and i was an inline skater damn it i moved on to the electric scooter oh my god if you live in a city it has made um the city feel like a small town man because the one thing about living in new york city every time you had errands to run you either jump in an uber or a uh, cab and that would cost you a bloody fortune or what you do what most people do and you just wander around and get all your errands done and it takes hours because everything is obviously uh, spread out. This electric scooter has really made uh, my neighborhood in New York City feel like a tiny little small town. And I just scoot around all over the damn place. So I, I don't I don't inline skate as much. I, I'm on the uh, the electric scooter, but the, the electric scooters in New York City. Mine is just a little putt putt. It only uh, goes like uh, 15 miles an hour. Um, and it only uh, goes about eight miles before you have to charge it. The electric scooters have become a real big deal in New York City. These guys are wearing motorcycle helmets now. They're a lot bigger, and these things go like 30, 35 miles an hour, and they zip by you, and uh, they're, they're kind of horrifying, to be honest with you, because you don't see them coming. Because most people in New York, they're used to regular car traffic, but a lot of people are getting hurt by uh, people riding by on their bikes and their electric scooters because they don't, they're not really looking for them. And there's bike lanes all over the place. But uh, with that said, I know the damn city, it's too good to be true. Every time there's something too good to be true, New York City will fucking figure out a way to mess it up. And I guarantee they're going to they're gonna start making everyone get licenses for the uh, – the electric vehicles in New York. I, I just know because I, I know they're in an office somewhere just thinking about the revenue stream. Oh, my God. We just figured out another way we can make money off these idiots that think they're living in the greatest city on earth. But this New York City, which I hate with all my being, they got us by the balls. They, they make believe we're the greatest city on earth, and it's just a shithole, to be completely honest with you. And they just take advantage of the people, especially the people that stayed behind during the pandemic and, and try to make something of it. So there was metered parking for people that can't afford the garages. I've told you about the garages. My, my car, I don't know what it's up to officially. I know it's at least 750 but it could be more. We were talking to a good friend of ours, uh, this couple. Um, our kids go to school together. They were paying about the same we were, around $600 to park their car in the city, in the building they live in, by the way. Because I have to say that because a lot of people that um, are in condos all over the country, they get the parking space with the fucking apartment. Not in New York. It's a separate charge. So they were paying about $600. We were paying actually around $650 for ours. Uh, hold on. Now I got to stop for the money, 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 money. 
Brian Bernard, Chloe sent you $100 in stars on the Facebook. I thought that deserves an honorable mention. Damn. Holy shit, that makes me so happy. Thank you, Chloe, and thank you uh, to Brian Bernard for letting me know on that. All right, anyway, Eton Burke, he said he was paying $550 for parking on the Upper West Side. Yeah, so you know the deal. So I was paying $650. Our friends were paying $600. Pandemic hit. Everyone's trying to make up for lost time, so they're charging more for everything. Uh, we got off the phone with our friends yesterday. They said their garage went up to one thousand dollars a month a thousand dollars to park your stupid car in new york city and then you got the mayor and everybody going oh this is the greatest city on earth but get the fuck out of here so we know ours went up to about uh seven seven fifty that was the last i checked by the way because i said you know what i ain't parking my car and paying seven seven hundred and fifty dollars uh, just for it to sit there and, and us take it out every once in a while, maybe to drive to the ocean or something. I'm back to uh, doing alternate side uh, of the street parking, which is going to be fun in the fall because I'll turn this on while I'm doing that because you got to sit in the car for an hour, hour and a half. Um, but I think my garage is probably going to be close to a thousand as well if our friends is uh, up to a thousand. That's just highway robbery, man. You leave your house or your apartment in New York and everyone is just like this with their hand out. That'll be $100. I, I didn't do anything. I know, but you're on a sidewalk. Give me $100. Like, everybody has their hand out. Everyone is hustling and trying to make uh, money in that damn city. Uh, Benjamin Tucker, Jesus, what the fuck's going on, man? Benjamin Tucker, F New York City. I found you a nice place in Summit right next to Eli Manning. Parking is free. I hate Eli Manning. I like Peyton Manning. I think he's kind of funny. His brother stinks on ice. They keep trying to shove uh, Cooper Manning down our throats. What are they uh, doing, that college bowl thing? I don't know. It's on after AGT, and we try to watch it. And Cooper thinks he's funny, and he's not. Peyton is the funny one, and their chemistry doesn't really work, and that's why I think they threw the show on late because they know it's a bust. But anyway, but they used to have um, decent metered parking in New York City for the people that just simply can't afford these garages. And then the city's like, let's get ours too. So now just parking on the street in New York for like an hour is costing people 10 bucks just for a quick hour. It's like, how much fucking money do you need? And then you go into the subway and you see the thing is rotting around you and you're praying it's going to make it to your, your, uh, your stop. The I infrastructure of New York City is terrible. It's horrendous. And they keep saying that we live in the greatest city uh, in the world. It's all horseshit. I think they came up with that slogan so you don't notice that the whole city's rotting right in front of your eyes. God, I hate New York. I'm so mad because, you know, I, I moved to New York City for the job, the big Opie and Anthony show. I never really wanted to live in the city. I'm a suburb guy. I'm a, I'm a beach ocean guy. I'm a, I'm a guy that wants a big house with a pool. So I don't have to like call my friend up and go, hey, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, can I bring the kids over? You said anytime. <laughs> I hate that anytime thing. Oh, can I bring the kids over? It's 90 degrees and we're sweating our asses off and there's no breeze today. Can, I, can we come over to your pool? I just want to have my own fucking pool so I don't have to feel like I'm putting anyone out. I moved to New York City for the big Opie and Anthony show because I couldn't handle the commute anymore. It was just terrible. I was wasting three hours a day. Benjamin Tucker, you all right? Are you dying and you're just giving me all your money before you go? Another $20, fine. I will find something in Short Hills. 
I would love to live in the Short Hills area, to be honest with you. But uh, because of the Opie and Anthony show, I was kind of stuck in New York, you know. And I don't really have to be in New York City anymore. But the problem is, not the problem, I, you know, I, I, uh, I had two kids. The problem with that is that they got to an age where they're, they don't know any differently. And they got their friends and they love their school and they love their teachers. So now I'm like, fuck, now I'm there for them, which is fine because they were there for me. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you and your household will be saved. Will be saved. Will be saved. I don't want to bum you out there, JW, but I'm not a big uh, organized religion um, fan. I don't believe that one religion knows better than uh, any other religion. I think uh, when humans got their dirty little hands on religion, they messed it all up. How about them apples? So I bring it all the way back to the basics, which is uh, spirituality, my friend. Getting more and more spiritual as the years go on. And I've just broken it down to the basics, my, my brothers and sisters. If you believe in a religion and that makes your life uh, a little better, then God bless you, for real. And I do believe in God. I just don't believe it in the way that it has been taught to me with these, uh, with these organized religions. But I am not here to make fun of you and your religion. So if it works for you, God bless you. And, that's, and, and that is the truth. This is always good for a laugh. Uh, Rich Voss stinks. I wonder what Voss is up to. Oh, my God. I haven't heard about him in years at this point. Is he still doing it? What does he do? What does Voss do? What could he possibly be doing without the Opie and Anthony show? A lot of those guys thought they were bigger than the actual Opie and Anthony show. Wrong! He's fighting with Bonnie still? Okay, well, that's that never gets old. And then someone says, ouch. Well, it's not an ouch. That's the truth. There were a bunch of comics that uh, they were lucky to be part of the, uh, the Opie and Anthony show. And, uh, you know, they never, they never really moved past that and became anything past the show. Some certainly have. Oh, my God. Bill Burr is a huge example of that. The Opie and Anthony show was great for him, but he moved past that and became a massive fucking star where, like, people put Bill Burr on their top five comedians of all time list. That is awesome. Chloe says, I never got Voss. I'll be honest. Voss was good on the show. I can't deny that. He was quick as fuck with the one-liners and stuff. But when it came to having a conversation, not, not the best at that. You know, you got to kind of know your lane. But when it came to just beating the shit out of people with these one-liners, uh, he was quick as fuck. And uh, I don't know if uh, there are uh, many that were, were better than him at doing that. So are you moving to North Carolina too? Hell nah. Hell nah. I miss Boston. I really miss that New England living. Um, I really, really liked it up there. I, I liked that uh, Boston was more manageable than New York City. I liked the fact that you jump in your car and you felt like you were in the middle of nowhere. You know, like in like in New York, you have to drive for hours and then you finally feel like you're kind of in the country. And that wasn't the case with Boston. I loved it. I love doing that bike path between uh, Lexington and uh, oh, I don't know. It was the it was the Paul Revere route. All those years later, they turned the Paul Revere route into a bike path, and I used to inline skate on that. That was like the most amazing thing. It was in the middle of the woods. You would see a, a person every once in a while. And it was a nice, smooth bike path, and I would drive up to. I think I started in Lexington. I forgot where it ended. And it was one of my favorite things to do up there. That and uh, 
down by the river, Charles. I would uh, I would do a lot of the inline skating, um, you know, all the way to Harvard. And that was one of my favorite things in the world to do as well. I, I worked it out with a hater on, uh, <laughs> on Instagram. I don't know if you know this, but I got horrible bottom teeth. And I'm also one of seven kids. We didn't have money for the dentist, and we certainly didn't have money for, uh, for braces. So my whole life, I just uh, said, you know what? My, my crooked bottom teeth don't bother me. My crooked bottom teeth don't bother my friends and family. My crooked bottom teeth don't bother my lovely wife. But when people hate you, they'll try to find it in. So this guy on Instagram was making fun of my crooked teeth. I'm like, dude, I know you're just trying to be a dick. I get it. But if my crooked teeth don't bother me, they don't bother my friends, they don't bother my family, they don't bother my wife, and actually, it never comes up in discussion ever, why would it bother you? I go, I understand you're being a dick and you don't like me. Can you maybe move on? And he actually writes, okay, I'll do that. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. We worked it out. I appreciate that. Oh, and then they try to say that I'm uh, losing my hair and... I had, uh, what else? What are all the, uh, the lies? They think I'm losing my hair. That's not true whatsoever. Um, they think I got eye surgery. That's not true. The only thing I ever did to my body, and I was talking about this with my kids yesterday, actually, on the way home from the pool. I got a few moles removed on my face because I didn't like them. I had one on my chin that really used to bother me. I had a couple on my jawline that bothered me. I had a bigger one on the back of my neck. So I got rid of those. And that's pretty much it. I've never done anything else to my face. But they'll just study videos and they'll try to find something. I'm like, what, what is wrong with you? I kind of like my crooked teeth. And over the years, I've had uh, sponsors. I had a Invisalign that wanted to sponsor me because they, I guess they did notice. And like, hey, uh, we want to sponsor your show, but you would have to wear the Invisalign. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I don't really care. <laughs> Chloe, you're right. Any uh, face moles makes make me want to do the Austin Powers moly bit. It's really hard to see you guys. The sun is really bright. I hate moles, and that's why I needed to get them removed from my face. Uh, when I see people with moles, I get actually very mad. I do get triggered. I get triggered by hurricanes, and I get triggered by moles because I know now that they're really – not that it's not that expensive to get rid of them. And then you get the people that want to wear their mole proud and they fucking put makeup on it to accent their mole. I'm like, oh my God, you got a piece of duty on your face. Why would you do that? And then the ones where you see the hair, the hair is just growing out of it. I'm like, we don't need to do this anymore. Get rid of your stupid moles. But yeah, moles drive me insane. It'll make me turn the channel. It could be like a genius talking about whatever. Aliens, the universe, I don't know. And then they got some stupid mole with a couple hairs growing out. And then you think to yourself, they don't have time to take care of the goddamn face. Oh, you son of a bitch. Brian Lawrence. I uh, got a tip on a stock on the DL, uh, Citadel. All in. Thanks. Later. That's very good. That's a very good linger longer. I feel like some of these stories are interesting to people because like I, I was talking about my, I was so out of touch with money that I just bought a hundred dollar white t-shirt back in the day. Oh my God. Now I look at every price tag and I pray that I could get 10 white t-shirts for a hundred dollars. Trust me. 
But another example of being out of touch, we were making such stupid money there for a while. And uh, Citadel, my old boss ran Citadel. And uh, he uh, let us in on the IPO. They were going public. And this was back in the day when you were fortunate enough to be part of an IPO. It was, it was a quick moneymaker. A lot of cases, if you were in on an IPO, you can make a, a, a quick killing. So he calls me up. It's like, oh, we're going public, uh, IPO, blah, blah, blah. You want in? I'm like, hell yeah. I remember I was, I was vacationing in Falmouth on the Cape with, uh, with Blumenthal, Blumen, uh, what, Blumen, whatever the fuck the guy's name is that used to run the comedy club up there. We used to be friends. He ran the, the comedy connection and he invited me to his house. And I remember we took his boat, his speedboat, to Martha's Vineyard uh, just to have lunch. And he scared the shit out of me because he's one of these guys that has one of those speedboats and likes to go about, I don't know, 60 or 70 miles an hour on the water. And you're completely petrified. And then he goes, oh, my depth finder's broken. I'm like, what do you mean your depth finder's broken? So the whole ride to Martha's Vineyard, and we took a whole loop around Martha's Vineyard. That's the key. Because from Falmouth to Martha's Vineyard, I know the water's deep enough, deep enough. Excuse me. I'm not stupid. But then he's like, I want to show you the island. So he was close to the coastline without a depth finder doing a loop around Martha's Vineyard going 60 or 70 miles an hour before we, we uh, docked it and had lunch for the day. Right. The whole fucking time I'm thinking about rocks. I was so fucking scared. I'm like, this guy doesn't even know where the rocks are because he doesn't have a depth finder. But anyway, I'm in Falmouth. And I get the word that I could be part of this IPO. And I'm like, hell yeah, man, I'm in. And, and he's like, you got to fax me this and that. And you got to like uh, wire me a check. And so I called my agent at the time. He was trying to talk me out of it. I'm like, ah. So uh, for, his name was Fareed. I go, Fareed, uh, how much can I you know, put in? He goes, whatever you want. I'm like, I'm putting $100,000 into your IPO. And I'm thinking I'm kind of on vacation on Cape Cod, life is good, except for that speed, speed boat ride around Martha's Vineyard without the depth finder. And uh, we're drinking like really expensive wine. That was the same trip too that I went to the, the private island and the guy picked us up with a car that went in the water. I've told that story many times. But so long story short, I get my paperwork in. I wire the guy $100,000. I think Anthony uh, matched and he decided also to put 100000 in. I think I'm a genius. Sorry. Um, Instagram's called me a, a genius. And I made $10.47 on Instagram. I will be live on Instagram again tomorrow. You keep giving me a little pocket money. That's all it takes. All I need is $3.49 a day from you Instagrammers. And I will continue the streak and, and put the live stream on Instagram. Uh, but that first day it goes to zero. I am out. And I will punish you for two or three days. So I put the 100000 in. Anthony puts the 100000 in. Long story short, the whole uh, business goes to shit. And we lost every single penny of that $100,000 that we were uh, putting into that IPO, the Citadel. Every single penny. And our audience couldn't get enough of the fact that we got effed over. And that's what that guy's referring to. Uh, wait, I have no clue. What is this guy trying to say? Uh, Opie has no clue what he just admitted to. Opie's going to prison. Oh, I'm going. Why am I going to prison? I'm going to prison because I admitted that my friend didn't have a depth finder when he uh, 
did a loop around Martha's Vineyard? Why would I go to prison for that? My stock thing? That was all on the up and up, you silly goose. Stop trying so hard. You're going to pull your back out. And I wouldn't mind going to prison. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't mind. I would, I would get rid of this uh, COVID-10-ish. And I would be ripped. And I would be playing uh, basketball in the yard with the fellas. I wouldn't mind that. It'd be a nice break from you assholes. <laughs> uh, let's say hi to this guy. It's really hard to see you guys. Hey, Ope, uh, your podcasts have always been very inspiring. Thanks a lot. My question is, how do you feel about the Iron Sheik's O&A appearances? Oh, the Iron Sheik's appearances on the old Oakley and Anthony show were absolutely amazing. I mean, there's nothing really else to say there, really. I mean, the time he peed his pants is, goes down in history is one of my favorite moments on the, on the entire O&A show. I would really have to maybe – maybe we should do a live stream and I try to come up with um, some of my favorite moments of all time on the Opie and Anthony show. Uh, the baby bird from Pat from Munaki. By the way, thanks for uh, giving Pat some money in his GoFundMe fund. If you don't know, Pat from Munaki, the guy that uh, did the baby bird, he was, he's been fighting diabetes for a really long time, and long story short, they finally took his leg uh, below his knee. Uh, pretty much, it looks like in the middle of his calf, or maybe right below his calf, but they finally decided they had to take his foot and part of his leg uh, to kind of keep him alive, to be honest with you. Know, a bunch of people have um, donated to the GoFundMe uh, fund. And we have put that up on my uh, my Facebook page, and the private Facebook group has the link, and my other uh, other Facebook group has the link. But anyway, as far as greatest moments on the Opie and Anthony show, I don't think anything beats the baby bird in the end. I think that is numero uno. Unless you guys can come up with a better one, we can do a whole live stream where we try to figure that out. The Candy Crush equals the baby bird. Thank you, sir. I would purposely play uh, Candy Crush when Anthony was going on his uh, racist rants. Because I'm like, I don't, wanna, I don't want my voice on this stuff. All right, enough of that crap. I now want to give you a $25 Visa gift card. That's right. We got a brand new sponsor to the Opie Radio podcast. We're talking PDS Debt. PDS is offering a $25 Visa gift card to listeners with eligible accounts just for completing the quick and easy debt assessment at www.pdsdebt.com slash opie. That's pdsdebt.com slash opie. Take back your financial freedom today by visiting pdsdebt.com slash opie. I wish back in the day I had PDS debt. I owed so much money on my credit cards. They were calling all the time when I was living in Buffalo, but I was only making $14,000 a year and there was no way I could pay these credit card bills. So they would call day after day after day. And I got to tell you, uh, the woman sounded kind of cute on the phone. So I started flirting with her thinking if uh, I flirt with her, she'll just stop calling me or maybe even just say, oh, he's good and just erase all my debt. Obviously, that never happened. But know what happened? It got to a point that we actually met for drinks. Yes. I met the lady that was trying to collect uh, uh, money for my credit cards for drinks. And we had a really, really good time. But at the end of the night, she said, oh, by the way, you still owe the money. <laughs> PDS debt. Oh, my goodness. 
How many of you feel like old debt or bad financial decisions are holding you back in life? Raise your hand. Our sponsor, PDS Debt, has customized 0% interest options for anyone struggling with credit cards, personal or student loans, medical bills, collections, or any other type of debt. PDS Debt is so confident they could save you money, you gotta listen up. They're giving you a $25 Visa gift card. This is for the people that have eligible accounts. All you need to do is complete their quick online debt assessment and find out how much you could save. Bad and fair credit are accepted and anyone can start saving now. Go to pdsdebt.com slash opie and find out how to resolve your debt now. A couple things must have over $5,000 in eligible debt to qualify. PDS Debt rolls all of your payments into one low 0% interest monthly payment. Save thousands in interest and fees. Pay off your debt in a fraction of the time with one low payment each month. Clear up your credit so you can start using it to make financial moves in the future. If you're making payments every month on your debt and your balances aren't going down, this program is for you, my friend. PDS is offering a $25 Visa gift card to listeners with eligible accounts just for completing the quick and easy debt assessment at www.pdsdebt.com slash opie. That's pdsdebt.com slash opie. Take back your financial freedom today by visiting pdsdebt.com slash opie. Join the private Facebook group, man. We have a really good time. Uh, it's a few bucks a month. Uh, you, you click support now on my regular Facebook page, but we have a really good group of people in there. You know, and it helps uh, helps keep everything free that I'm doing, which is nice. Yeah, um, someone was asking about the hot yoga. Yes, so we have terrible electricity out here, absolutely terrible. And finally, the uh, the Long Island, uh, they used to be called Lilco. I don't know. They they. They made their name fancy. I hate when companies try to make their name fancy and the service is exactly the same. But they got a, a fancy name now. They finally admitted that there's problems in our area and they're going to they're gonna replace the transformer, which is good news because um, the electricity out here sucks so bad that we get all sorts of uh, outages and brownouts and power surges. And uh, a bunch of these houses, including ours, We've lost major appliances. The one thing that has mattered is um, the AC unit way up here where I do the live streams in that little room. So that little room right there doesn't have AC for the second summer in a row, by the way, because we blew out two units and they were expensive. And we, we decided we're not, we're not going for a third unit until this stupid electric company you know, figures out their shit. So we've been going back and forth with them for probably two years, you know. You know, it takes time. So uh, this room, no joke, is well over 100 degrees. So I, uh, I do hot yoga, if you need to know. And just my underpants. <laughs> but yesterday, great news. The electric company, they called and said, uh, we're replacing the transformer. You were right the whole time. I'm like, oh, my God, can I record this? What do you mean? You're admitting a wrong so they'll uh, they'll replace the transformer, and then I'll slide in nice with a new AC unit, and then maybe we could start using this room again uh, properly instead of using it for hot yoga in my underpants. How about that Biden, huh? People are, are lunatics out there. So 
most know that I wasn't a big fan of the Trump. So because I'm not a big fan of the Trump, people assume I'm a big fan of the Biden. And I could tell uh, I could say it another hundred times that I don't believe um, I don't believe in either side right now. Uh, I certainly don't believe in either man, Biden or Trump. I just feel like people that are really qualified to run this country and do it right just don't want the job. They just don't want the job. So that's why we've been stuck with some weird ass fucking presidents, man. God. I mean, the Democrats, their best their best uh, choice was Biden. I said it at the time. Uh, just stop. You don't vote. That old gag. You know, there's a lot of us that don't vote. And that's making a statement, too, you know, right? If you don't like the choices, why would you just pick one? Why would you pick one? Why would you pick one of the choices if you don't like the choices? Why? I've always said if there's a guy that comes around that I can really get behind and really believe he can make uh, he or she can make uh, changes in America, then I absolutely would vote. It's not that I'm uh, I'm lazy. I just don't believe in the choices year after year. So, yeah, I don't vote. And that's making a statement. And there's a lot of us out there or out here, I should say, that don't vote. But so the clusterfuck in Afghanistan, right? A couple of people attacked me like, uh, what do you think of your president now? And I'm like, oh, my, you just can't fight with these people. You can tell them a hundred times. I don't like Biden either. But because I, I took my shots at Trump, they're convinced I have to like Biden. And I don't. I think he's a mumbling idiot. I think his time passed him, I don't know, at least 10 years ago. And I made fun of Kamala, Kamala Harris, how she just stands behind him to his right for everything, like she's a bookshelf. I mean, this is ridiculous. Our country deserves better. But, man, people couldn't wait to attack me because of the Biden uh, cluster F in, in Afghanistan. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not a Biden guy. Not a Biden guy, not a Trump guy. I, I couldn't even, who else? DeSantis? God, no. Know what I like about DeSantis? That actual Republicans and Democrats are getting together in Florida because they think DeSantis is insane with this whole mask thing that's going on. I like that. I like when the two sides come together. But that old gag, like, you don't vote, so your opinion doesn't matter, is the dumbest. It's a, another one of those just really dumb, stupid things where uh, it's, it's from people that aren't free thinkers. They just follow the masses. Because there's a ton of us that don't vote. And we make a huge statement every election by not voting. Democrats are insane. <laughs> Here we go. Wait, right. Here we go. Uh, why? Why would you do this? Why would you bring up politics? Why? Why? There you go. Thank you. All right. Benjamin Tucker. Uh, Republicans are nuts. We can go back and forth with this all day. Trump won. Of course he did. Tim, of course he did. <laughs> and here we go. Honestly, this was a very, very boring live stream. Some of them are killer. Most of them are good. Uh, this was on the uh, lackluster side. And all you have to do, I'm going to remember that for next time. Next time I have a lackluster live stream, I'm just going to go, Biden! Trump! Oh, we're just wasting time fighting over this shit. None of our lives, a very small percentage of our lives get better. Very small percentage. And the rest of us, 
year after year, president after president, we sit there and we think a guy's going to make the difference. And in the end, he doesn't. And our lives are exactly the same. Maybe, maybe it's like, oh, it got a little better. Oh, no, it got a little worse. That's all it is. There's none of this. Everyone wants this. Wham, my life just got way better. Or wham, my life just got way worse. And, uh, man, how many more presidents is it going to take for people to realize that, wow, it doesn't matter who the fuck the president is. And my life is pretty much the exact same. I'm still slaving away at a job I don't like, hoping to go on vacation once or two weeks a year. Ugh, why do we do this? I think it's because... Um, I think it's because it's a sports mentality. I really do. Because if you're like a Yankees fan or a Red Sox fan, we're not on either one of those teams, but we love when our team wins. I think that's what it comes down to. Maybe maybe most people do understand that their lives aren't going to change drastically no matter who the president is, but they just want to win. They just want to see their guy win. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I mean, I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. I can't figure out why you'd, you'd want to ruin like families, friendships and whatnot over the, over these assholes down there in Washington. Why would we do that? We don't got families that, you know, we love them and they love us and they, and we're just ripping families apart over, over whether you like Biden or Trump. That's crazy. You're never, you're never going to take 50% of the country and convince them to think like you do. Never. So in the end, it's going to be a complete waste of time. They're going to be lowering you into the ground. Or maybe maybe this makes more sense when you're taking your last breath. You're taking your last breath and, and you're going to say to yourself, oh, my God, I wasted 30 some odd years arguing about politics. I wish I would have spent my time more wisely. Opie's a lib. See, I... You know, if you think I'm a lib here, let's let's give him uh, some uh, attention today. I'm I I've, I think I've proven by the, by this point that I'm not. But just because I don't drink the Kool Aid, then I have to be right. I have to be a libtard, a lib, right? So I'm just gladly writing checks for ridiculous amounts of money for taxes because I'm a lib, and I'm I'm like, yeah, I should be paying all this money. And then I turn on my social media and see someone else get canceled. I'm like, because I'm a lib. Yeah, that's exactly what should happen. Ah. Those two things I'm completely against. Taxes and cancel culture. And, and that's where it begins. So just saying those two things proves I'm not a lib. You idiot. Don't feed the trolls. Yeah, I guess we gave them a little taste, right? Some crumbs fell out of my goddamn pocket and I fed them. That was stupid on my part. You're not wrong, Benjamin Tucker. Benjamin's got uh, a lot, of, a lot of money, and he flies helicopters. I think I'm kind of jealous of Benjamin Tucker. I would love to be able to go in a helicopter and just fly all day long away from all this bullshit. I think that's why the ocean speaks to me. Because guess what? What? Look out over that water. There's not an asshole for, we try to figure this out. I got to look on the map again. But for thousands of miles, you're not going to see an asshole. That's why I love the ocean. Sure, every once in a while, someone sits in front of your house for the afternoon. All right. But besides those people, you're not going to find an asshole for thousands of miles. And that's why I love, 
love living at the ocean. And that's why I would love, love, love to fly a helicopter and just putter around knowing I don't have to deal with anybody. These closed-minded idiots that just read dumb talking points on their social media and then spew it out all day long. Oh, why would you do that? You don't even think for yourself. I, and I said it. I mean, if Biden was going to become president, he should have tried to do that about 10 years ago. I said that. I don't understand why they propped up the old guy for their party. I don't get it. And I don't understand why uh, the Republicans, you know, propped up Trump. Uh-oh. But both parties did the exact same thing. Uh, was Trump the best guy in the Republican Party at the time? Maybe, I guess. I don't know. Was Biden the best guy in the, the Democratic Party? God, no. That's my whole point. I read an article a long time ago. Uh, I think it was Bill Bradley. He was the senator out of New Jersey. Dollar Bill. He played for the Knicks. He was a great shooting forward. And he went into politics. And he had a damn good run going. Really good run. And they started talking about him possibly running for the presidency. And there was an article in Rolling Stone uh, magazine. I, I'm pretty much paraphrasing. But he basically said that politics have changed to the point where the guys that really should be running for office would rather uh, run a company because it's a lot less hassle and they make way more money. And he goes, that's why you're going to see less and less, less and lesser, I should say, candidates moving forward. Because the real people that can really figure some of this shit out don't want the hassle. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to deal with the gridlock in Washington he was talking about, too. Where what? You're the president for four years, ripping your hair out, aging way faster than you should. And then by the end of your presidency, you realize that you got one or two little things done. He's like, it's not worth it when you can go to a, a big ass company and run it and make stupid money. And that's where we're at with politics. So if you love Trump, God bless you. If you love Biden, God bless you. But I, I think both guys are a complete waste of time. And uh, in the end, Biden's not going to really move the needle much either. Uh, barstool stuff. 20K stranded U.S. citizens because you picked the last guy. Well, I didn't pick the last guy. And, uh, yeah, we should have had a, a much better plan. I think, it, I think the whole... Afghanistan was very, very complicated. We had to get out of there, of course. But uh, I honestly think we, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think we really fucked up. And we should have figured out a better plan. In the end, no matter what plan they picked, people were going to be left behind. But uh, to this amount of people, yeah, not, no, not good. Not good at all. I'm with you, actually, bro. I'm 100% with you. Well, and then you got this guy, you know, and this is a LOL, 600,000 plus dead because of the, uh, the last guy, you idiot. Well, then you got people on that side saying that Trump should have handled the pandemic better and then maybe we wouldn't have lost as many people. So, look, we, we can do this all day, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And uh, I think that's what they kind of want us to do down there in Washington because they were not paying attention to all the things they should be doing to make our lives better. Because it's hard for them to work together. So it's like, oh, fuck. So how do we give all these people a, a distraction so, so they don't realize that we are really not getting much done year after year down here? Let's get them to fight with each other. Yeah, the old divide and conquer. Term limits. We, yeah, I mean, this is all really good stuff. Term limits would absolutely help the situation. But they're never, 
just imagine you got a cushy job, right? Whatever you do for a living. And then you have to be the one that goes, you know what? I love my cushy job, but I really think that uh, I should only do it for a certain amount of time. They're the ones that have to vote on term limits. They're never going to do it. Those guys have great jobs and they love feeding their egos. They love the power down there in Washington. Benjamin Tucker just gave me 50 fucking dollars. Are you serious? Politicians are playing a little game called divide and conquer. The American people uh, keep everyone fighting and they can get away with anything. Now go have Chinese on me. Chinese? Dude, I'm going to go get some fillets with your $50. And I'm not even joking, man. I'm having fillet ming gong. I'm having fillet. Oh, that's kind of. All right. I'm, I think I am having Chinese food because I'm having some fillet ming gong tonight on Benjamin Tucker. A little fillet ming gong. <laughs> I'm an idiot. You know what? I mean, $50. Let's, that's Benjamin Tucker. He's a good egg. He's part of our private Facebook group. You can join the private Facebook group by clicking support now on my regular Facebook page. All right, Benjamin Tucker, for real, thank you. And uh, for real, thanks to everybody from um, especially the private Facebook group, man. Those guys uh, support me. Really, really like those guys a lot. They keep uh, all the nonsense down. They tamper down the nonsense for me. And they give me a clear lane to just uh, turn this on and have a good time. And we have a good time together. And I really, really appreciate those guys. And I'm sure there's others as well. But especially those people, man. We've had that private Facebook group for, uh, man, I don't know, six to eight months now. And no, literally no drama in there. None. And they don't like everything I do. I'm not stupid. I understand that. But they also know that the Internet is just filled with those type of people, those, those assholes that just wait for a slip up, wait for something that sucks, and then, and then pound. You know, I know they don't like everything I do. I know they don't like every episode I do. I, I get it. I get all that. But but in the end, we're just a good group of people.